Welcome to the Pro Vocal Artist Podcast with me, Gemma Sugru. This podcast is all about helping singers turn their passion for singing into a way of life. So in today's episode, I've called it Protect the Asset. And by asset, I mean the person and the voice. So you are an athlete, essentially, if you are a professional voice user and your body is your instrument and your mind as well. I've got 10 tips for all voice users, and that includes singers, actors, teachers, speakers and anyone who wants to protect their voice. So let's get straight to it. So my first tip is Ahir, leave it out. I am going to share with you a clip on YouTube of a woman who was breaking up a fight in Dublin City um, and she's just roaring at the lads. I hear you. Leave it out. <laughs> and I, um, I think I may have watched it way too many times, but I hear her voice in my mind when I hear a singer or a speaker overusing their voice and tiring themselves out. I'm like, oh, just leave it out. <laughs> no matter how gifted you are or how good your technique is, you just you don't get infinite credits of voice usage every day. I say to singing students who tend to get fatigued often, imagine you get 10 credits per day. So let's say, example, it's gig day. You have a big show on that night. You've it's Friday. You've booked a rehearsal during the afternoon for a full run through of the set. So it's super tight, super slick. And you have that booked in after you finish your job as a primary school teacher, you have second class. Um, oh no, who, who'd be a bit bolder? Fourth class, you fourth class. Um, the gig is at 10 o'clock that evening and you and the band go to Wagamama's and they have like really high ceilings and it's really loud and echoey and you're just it's hard to hear everyone so everyone's kind of like talking over each other um so you're kind of tiring out your voice having the chats and wagamamas um and then you go for sound check and you do the gig and you get to song seven or eight and I'm by the like double chorus at the end of like song eight you are really feeling it's just your voice is not performing the way you had expected it to and you're like it's the guitarist he's too loud he's making me push for volume here this is so annoying but actually it's probably because you have just spent all of your vocal credits that day could be the guitar too <laughs> um and so you kind of i think that's a cool way of looking at it right so if you think of your teaching job from um nine to two or three o'clock that's probably about four or five credits that means you don't really have the balance left for the afternoon to do the rehearsal or even if you are you could go for dinner but you kind of need to be more like laughing like <laughs> and not like <laughs> number two be janice from friends for efficiency oh my god you know what I mean if you haven't seen friends where have you been it's on Netflix now right and obviously my generation grew up with friends but if you want a voice that has power for minimal effort you want to turn up the Janus so this is boosting these upper partial frequencies in your sound 
which acoustically excite the ear of your listener and not only make you more audible, but actually also more intelligible. So let me give you an example of using this twang in the classroom. So let's say you're going, okay, guys, settle down. Um, take out busy at maths and open page 22. That's actually quite taxing and tiring on my voice. But if I said, okay, guys, settle down, take out busy at maths and open page 22. So there's a bit on that. Oh, my God. In there. Right. And it actually travels and it doesn't sound like too like in its very like basic form when it's super just twang like oh my god it's too much but just on me speaking okay guys settle down take out busy at maths and open page 22 you still have that like partial of twang in there but it's not too much but it's better than having okay guys settle down take out busy at maths and open page 22 that has a lot of bass it's got a lot of airiness coming through my chords it's tiring it doesn't travel as well and it just it's going to fatigue sooner so yeah be janice from friends for efficiency that's number two number three is prime or prep or warm up with SOVTs, which are semi-occluded vocal tract exercises. And um, these also serve as vocal tech reminders for you. So you should grow a daily vocal priming tiny habit. What the hell do I mean by that sentence? If you haven't read the book, Tiny Habits, I'm actually on the certification course. So it's a behavior design method created by a doctor named BJ Fogg. He's a behavior scientist at Stanford. Um, Just very exciting and cool. I had my first class of that last week. Um, And it's just super interesting. I'm always, I always gravitate towards the science of something. And I recognize that, oh yeah, I I get the science of the voice now. I mean, I don't get it. I'm not like Johan Sundberg or anything, but like I do understand it to a fairly deep level I think um, and so I'm like oh hang on but I don't know the science of how to get people to practice where is that science please thank you and so I stumbled upon this anyway um, I digress so what you want to do is and I can go into this a little bit more in another episode actually but really all it needs to be this vocal priming session It really just needs to be two to three minutes twice a day. Not joking, that's it. In fact, the beauty of it is that you plant a little seed and it will grow and you need to start developing like what what they call automaticity in the behavior. So the smaller it is, the better and the more likely you are to return and do it again and again and again until it's something you don't even think about doing in the same way you don't even think about brushing your teeth every day. And then that habit will start growing and it will become more than two to three minutes in an organic kind of way. But actually all you really do need to maintain the voice the way we want to maintain especially if you're a speaker um is two to three minutes and then beyond that then goes into like practice and technique and drills but two to three twice daily would be super wonderful for some vocal priming um and what i would 
recommend highly is that you just do an SOVT, a semi-occluded vocal tract exercise. The, it would be awesome if you had a straw. Go to singingstraw.com and check them out. Not endorsed. They're just a wonderful, gorgeous product. Um, and they are scientifically approved and backed up. And that would be awesome to have that as a tool. Or you could use like a lip bubble like or a tongue raspberry so that your tongue is out behind your bottom lip like do not know why I sang the American anthem okay um <laughs> or you could do the blowfish which is like blowing out about birthday candles and then going with sound on it but like puffy cheeks um, and like a mmm or a mm. all of those are semi-occluded vocal tract exercises so you could do a few of them um, yeah and that's going to give the vocal mechanism everything it needs from balancing airflow to encouraging optimal vibratory pattern and setting up acoustically efficient vocal tract shape so that's super class okay we can get into some of the deeper science on that on another episode um but yeah your voice will feel lighter and brighter and easier and you'll carry this good form into your next vocal activity how gorgeous so i would recommend for it like again let's take the example of the school teacher going in for like that's a tough crowd and that's five days a week and that's a long gig every day I would definitely be doing some of those in the car on the way to work um and just priming your voice you've got to warm up for the gig that is teaching in a classroom so number four is be a reasonable Mariah Carey (laughs) for protective boundaries on vocally loaded days a vocally loaded day is a day like we had described that day of the singer who was teaching in the morning and then she did a rehearsal and then she went for dinner and then she went and did a gig and then her voice got tired that's a vocally loaded day that was a vocally overloaded day but yeah on the vocally loaded days like when you have something really important going on like gig day presentation day long day of meetings you need to get ready to assert some boundaries no lolling okay laughing out loud so (laughs) i actually don't really mean that so uh work on a good day of gig laugh (laughs) i had demonstrated this earlier i believe where you it's like laughing can be i really tire myself out laughing i have a very dirty laugh though um i know that like i when people do impressions of me they do impressions of me like hi guys how are you (laughs) and that's really like that hurt I don't know why that's total exaggeration I don't think it's as bad as that but yeah anyway um you need to have some access to like good snacks and water you need to have some headspace you need to look and feel fabulous the entourage or no entourage you just that stuff needs to be going on so just a slight bit of Mariah Carey to protect those boundaries to ensure optimal performance it's for the greater good okay but like genuinely there is method to that madness and if you need to like side stage sometimes you might need to go I need my space right now I actually can't have this conversation I need to get into the zone I need to do some warm-ups I need to like mentally prepare put the mental tape in um you know during the day if you're 
you just need to make sure that either you have sorted that you have like the right snacks at the right time and like you have access to water all these things they're actually important so there is method to the Mariah Carey madness um know your pitch center oh yeah let me just get my um I'm gonna get my keyboard on the phone and show you where let's find out where I am uh, um kind of like there but when I was when when I was I was about there before um when I was talking on the last point I was around that e4 and then I can be kind of here too which is e3 or then I'm sometimes on the d4 like I actually have quite a low voice like I hang out very comfortably down in those lower pitches um but if I go anywhere below the d3 there there that's c3 um if I'm talking there that is likely to slip into the pits of vocal fry <laughs> um which is uh so i might end up there and that can be not the best sounding i mean it's okay here and there but um you just don't want to end up having a voice that's pitch set at the ve- close to the the pit of vocal fry which i that's just something I made up um so, so that they're always kind of teetering in and out of of uh, being in slack folds so being in that like fry register that's just kind of tiring it's just not the most like um it's not that it's super unhealthy it's just extreme and not the most kind of ideal or natural way for your vocal folds to be vibrating on a regular basis so try and find a little bit more um try and move up the pitch center slightly so that you're away from that cliff edge into the pits of vocal fry um and you'll notice and also like allow for and we'll talk about this in a in a later topic allow for more of a dynamic range in your vocal um tone so that you're uh if i'm speaking there like sometimes I'm here like that's quite natural actually for me to be up there if I got quite excited oh my god yeah I'm I'm absolutely delighted about something there what no way I'm completely uh, just really surprised and thrilled and there what are you serious wow and then I'd be like oh my god I cannot believe might start crying about C, C3, C5. <laughs> okay, so um, I have, I think I actually speak with quite a dynamic pitch range. But yeah, find your center of pitch. Make sure it's not too low because otherwise you'll end up slipping into vocal fry too much. And just make sure it feels comfortable and it feels like, and you have, um, you can go from low to high and that you speak, I would say, try and have about an octave of speech to to work with at least number six you can't put your voice back into an expensive lined hard case i used to enviously watch the guitarist in the band lovingly put his baby baby guitar back into its soft furry lined cot and i'd snipe at him like a big red face on me like wrecked from jumping up and down and singing my head off and being like, oh, wouldn't I love if I could put my voice back in a case after the gig? 
Well, the reality is that we can't. As a professional singer, you've got to perform like a rock star and live like a monk. (laughs) Okay, maybe not that extreme, but a pro voice user doesn't need to, does need to take on the mindset of an athlete when it comes to taking care of your instrument, which is your body. So briefly, here are a few basics to keep in mind. You want to get eight hours, okay, with some solid sleep cycles. We've all got iPhones. We've, well, well, maybe you're on Android, but we've all got smartphones and you should have access to some kind of a sleeping app. So you want to get a solid sleep cycle going on. 20% of that should be deep sleep. Um, but yeah, eight hours is the aim. Maintain your levels of hydration. So I think we're, you know, some people get confused about, you'd see people swigging water during gigs um, and that's fine but it actually you want to maintain your level of hydration throughout the day all the time because it takes your body about an hour to process the hydration on a cellular level before it like the, the hydration won't get to the vocal folds for about an hour so you just want to ensure that you're always maintaining your hydration level because it's kind of too little too late by the time you're drinks swigging that water on stage um avoid inflammatory foods like processed foods starchy trans fats sugars and just be intentional about your dietary requirements i've done a lot of experimenting on diet with me and what works and what kind of suits my hormone balance and suits my lifestyle and suits my tastes and um, yeah, I would recommend experimenting with it. And I really do believe you can have a yummy eating habit that works for your body and gives you the nutrition that you need. Um, so play around with that. Exercise and stay in shape. Just endeavor to keep the stats such as BMI in the average healthy range. Okay, number seven is trade volume for melody and dynamics when speaking. Plus add in a few gestures to underline what you're saying. When we can't be heard or understood, our first go-to is turn the volume up. And there are other ways of being heard, guys, because turning the volume up is is tiring. It's quite tiring in your voice. So there are other ways of being heard and you should make sure you're utilizing them. And it's all about variation. Keep surprising the brain and the listener by changing the dynamics or pitch or pacing. So, yeah, it's the variation. You get it? And you, I was kind of doing an example of that as I said the sentence. Okay, number eight. Let your emotions do the talking and the singing. So great communicators move from one emotion to the next. They take you on a emotional roller coaster. And the emotions... We learned a lot from this lady um, during the Vocology and Practice conference. Her name is Heidi Moss. And I actually had attended... Um, one or two of her other lectures prior to that and she's done a lot of study on the similarities between this the brain of the songbird and the the human brain and how we have these vocal learnings which are essentially we kind of store um vocal sounds imitations and we have them connected with certain emotional cues or emotions and so what I imagine them are like my interpretation of this is that they're like little vocal packages that we can 
access by accessing a certain emotion um, and deliver a particular sound in line with that emotion that will have all the vocal attributes that we're looking for, including like some cry, a certain onset, some breathiness, the type of vibrato, the type of registration of the voice. And so just by tapping into one particular emotion, you're accessing this whole complete vocal package of um, and and oftentimes I find the the singer is freer is more connected is more you know fluid is more authentic sounding the technique is set up really nicely so use those emotions it's the same with speaking if you don't want to do something kind of weird or off with your voice if you're being super genuine your body kind of complies and and does the right thing for you so um she recommended using this um i actually bought them it's called jar of feelings i will put the link in the bio and i used this on my workshop yesterday where i was just giving cues of different emotions to people and getting them then to um give me some feedback on what it did to their voice and they would notice that when i'd show a cue card like um fearful they would sing breathy and tentative and maybe hold their breath a little bit and then when I would say thrilled they'd be overjoyed and full-bodied and resonant and it was just really interesting the effects of those emotional triggers for um their sound um and the difference of between you know emotions tend to fall into one or one of two categories um energized or under energized um so or high energy low energy yeah so use the emotions to dictate the the quality of the vocal production number nine is mind your form i think everybody should have a vocal coach um of course i would say that because i have a singing school (laughs) but i you know really believe in it and i think that no matter how professional what level you are at you need somebody to spot you you need some perspective you need other ears in the room or on the zoom with you um and that you just need somebody looking at you and watching you and just catching where the form is off because you could be repeating certain habits or practices over and over and over again and they're not the ones you want and that can be a bit of a tragedy because you're practicing really hard and you're actually not wiring in some really good habits. So I would like, even if it's only on an infrequent basis, even though I recommend that you get with somebody on a regular basis, get a coach, get somebody who can spot you, like spotting your form in the gym, you need that. And finally, number 10, I left the biggie to the end is mind your mind. Um, there are two reasons I say this. The first is for everybody else, because your job, your profession, um, if you're an educator or you're a speaker or you're a singer, you are a communicator. You're standing up in front of a large group of people and you are communicating something with them and you need them all to be able to understand it on uh, and and relate to it and be inspired by you or be motivated by you or be moved by you you need to change their state their emotional state so you need to really have a good 
grasp on your own psychology and you know have overcome some of your own have done some inner work like that inward work um before you really are able to tap into some of those superpowers as a communicator the second reason I say mind your mind is for yourself I think that there is a strong connection between the mind and the body and now P.S. I'm not a doctor and what I'm saying here is based on my own experience and um it's you know it's a little bit of conjecture but you can take it or leave it um so I think that stress always plays a part in things like vocal injuries I think either stress has been the root cause where stress created an autoimmune issue like post nasal drip or um it created some reflux issues or it created something like IBS or and so on I feel like stress is either part of the picture or sometimes the root um, and so making sure you're able to manage your stress and we all have to manage stress every day should be one of your major priorities and it's one of my major priorities and I swear to God my experience of life on a day-to-day basis is so elevated I can't describe to you like I suffered from IBS for a little while I had acid reflux I had a post nasal drip I had all the things that you get from stress and now I don't have anything I just wake up in the morning I just have headaches I don't have headaches don't I just wake up in the morning and live my life and I have great health and thank god and I'm blessed and I'm touching wood here um but that was really because I ruthlessly went after stress and minimizing stress like I didn't have a period because of it I like and all of the changes that I made in my life were like dietary were meditating or having a routine oh my god the routine I cannot I will never let it go I just don't like lockdown has been the best thing that's ever happened to me because I am able to get up the same time every day and go to bed at the same time every day it is the most beautiful amazing thing that's ever happened to me I, I'm not even exaggerating and I can count on certain like I just I just thrive with it so yeah my health is so great because of that and um I can't recommend it enough and I can't recommend to singers and busy professional voice people just people just mind yourselves and prioritize things like routine stress management see if you can add some kind of a mindful practice in there and whatever if you can do this please do this get off your social media um please and like I know that sounds kind of ironic because I'm this is a podcast and I will share the, the this has happened on Instagram but I the more you can minimize the better I don't um I just am allowed access my Instagram once a day on the phone and then I can look on the desktop for messages um and that's it I I don't go on to Facebook um the algorithms what that does to your brain like and it 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 turns you into an addict so it just spikes your dopamine and you're looking for that reward and next thing you're subconsciously logging into that website constantly over and over and over again like they 
design this technology to make you addicted. They they are turning you into a user. And so definitely try and minimize that. And it just creates this low level, constant anxiety all the time that you're not good enough and you're not doing this enough and you're not working hard enough. And it's like, oh, Jesus. Um, and so I've turned to writing things down a lot more. I've turned to reading like cannot believe I read now all the time I love reading um and like on my YouTube I will you know there's videos and things I want to watch on YouTube but I have it like a this app called undistracted so that blocks the home page and the recommended video so all I see when I go onto my YouTube page is the search bar so I can just look for what I'm searching for like I can just yeah I'm not going to get bombarded or hijacked by other things that YouTube thinks it wants to wants me to watch and send me down rabbit holes I I don't fall down those rabbit holes anymore anyway sorry that went off on one but I just feel like that's important and I yeah I kind of wanted to share I actually didn't mean to share all of that personal stuff but now I don't really mind actually because I think it could help and I think that that was a huge part of going through my 20s being like a, a solo, like a sole trader and like a, a singer and a freelancer. And it's all a bit chaotic and it's all a bit uncertain and it's all a bit I need people to like me and I need to be popular and I need to be good and I need to be talented. And I need to have a good business and I need to make money and I need to know when the next paycheck is coming. And it's mental. It's a mental life. I mean, I cannot believe I chose that life. And now I'm doing whatever I can to feel much more calm and normal and steady and routined. And um, because I just know what that chaos does to my mind and my body. And then when I'm called to do something that is, you know, really high pressure, I'm, I'm in fighting form all the time, you know, and I, I have been like that over the last couple, couple of years. And I and I and I kind of pride myself on that. I, I love that. I'm not, I'm not going to get sick on you. I'm just not that girl. I will show up do the job and do it well and I won't get sick um and and that's what I yeah I'm proud of that anyway uh I better let you go <laughs> um that has been today's protect the asset episode I hope you learned something new I hope you well you definitely learned a lot of new things about me um I hope that you're enjoying this and if you want to join the conversation on Instagram I'm going to post about this on Instagram uh, I, I'm at Gemma Sugru now if I'm rushing our relationship please I apologize but if you're ready you could give me a rating um but if you'd like to you know see how this goes we may, might need to do a, another couple of episodes before you feel like okay I'm ready to read Gemma then I totally get that too um so yeah have a lovely day morning afternoon evening night wherever you are in the world and whatever part of the day it is thank you for listening and i will chat to you next time bye